Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number... 300. Wow. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it really is because we've almost made it to the three-year mark. That's coming up here very soon in August. How cool would it have been if we could have timed that perfectly? Let's put the podcast on hold, <laughs> shut it down until I think it's like August 20-something is actually the podcast anniversary. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't know we'll if we can do that. Up. Or we just release 100 episodes between now and then and get to 400. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know about that either with back to school. But it is pretty amazing that we're almost, you know, 300 in three years. I feel like that's a pretty big milestone. Apparently, we should have slowed down back when we were doing like three episodes a week. That was Who wild, were those people? Wild times. That was crazy. I definitely think two is more our speed. I'd like to get back to three or four or five eventually. You have always said that you want a daily podcast. I don't know you and what co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. I. Whew, it's a lot of talking. But as we talk about this milestone, we have honestly been racking our brains for the past couple of weeks. What are we doing for 300? What are we doing for 300? We wrote down ideas and just nothing seemed right. And then the day came. Today is release day. We're recording it on release day. We're packing for Disneyland at the moment. Lots of things are going on. And it just kind of came back to, let's just talk about what we're thankful for. Gratitude is something that we always strive for. I think gratitude and happiness are so closely linked. And so we just thought, let's just keep it simple. We might have some corny things. We have a list of things that we're thankful for. You can probably predict like at least three <laughs> on there. But I do think it's nice to just to talk about it and to take that time to reflect and what better way than to do it with you guys as the listeners, because none of this would be possible without you. I'd love to say that we would have released 300 episodes, even if nobody was listening to them, but we probably wouldn't. It, it, <laughs> that's a tough sell. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was going to say something very similar. I think more than anything, this was kind of an opportunity for us to sit down just individually because we made our list separately and just kind of reflect back on the past three years and just kind of all the change that has taken place. Because more than anything, even though the podcast has always been kind of the, uh, what would you call that? Like the stable element in our whole journey with Detour and Disney, um, you know, a lot has changed for us, you know, more than just the move. For me, I feel like I've had a change in perspective and I've kind of been able to change kind of what I thought I wanted, like a career to look like, or just kind of what I wanted 
from, you know, what you do on a daily basis. And I think until we started doing things with Detour, I never would have even thought about things like that. So I feel like it's been, I don't know, it's been just kind of like an eye-opening experience for the past three years. Well, why don't you start that out and tell us first thing on your list that over the past 300 episodes that you are thankful for, grateful for, whatever it might be. Okay. Uh, Well, I kind of had these numbered. The first one, I feel like I just have to get it out of the way because I feel like this is going to be one that we both definitely mention. But I think just taking the steps or kind of realizing that Florida and Orlando and specifically close to Disney is where we wanted to be has to be one of the top things that came out of this journey for us so far. So that was number one on my list. Okay. So thank you for taking that one that I was building up to. Oh, are we counting backwards? I don't know. I mean, I started out that way. And then honestly, because on your notes app on your iPhone, if you start at five and then you press enter to go to the next one, it goes to six. (laughs) So I couldn't figure it out. So I have mine listed one through five. Okay, good. Well, so we're going to start on the same note. So just add in, I guess, whenever you feel moved to, since we're talking about kind of the same thing. But I think, you know, we've talked about it before, moving to Orlando or just moving, period, was something that we always talked about. But it didn't really occur to me that it was Orlando until, I mean, two years into the podcast. Just the fact that we were always going back to Disney and that Disney was kind of that place for us where, you know, whenever we left a Disney vacation, whether it was that we were driving home or we were flying home, that's kind of where we just had the biggest revelations about like what we wanted to do next, what we wanted to do with the podcast, you know, just different new episode ideas or, you know, meeting people that we could then interview you know, it just kind of all compounded around Disney. And I think through all of that, we just kind of realized if we're going to move anywhere, it has to be Orlando. I think I came to the same realization. And I we've talked about this in the past. I think I came to the realization sooner than you. And <laughs> it wasn't a bad thing. And it wasn't something that I necessarily pressured you on. But anytime it came up in conversation, I kind of made it apparent that I think a move to Orlando could be healthy for us. But it was the same thing in my mind that we had all these big life events happening for us in terms of career changes or just like mindset changes. And they kind of all centered back around Disney, that Disney either sparked something new for us or if it was the place that we could go and decompress after a big decision. And then I thought, well, if Disney does that for us, why are we traveling 10 hours by car, (laughs) two and a half hours by plane? I guess shorter than that. By Southwest, thank you. But, you know, why are we leaving that? Because we talked about, we even looked at other places. We thought, like, what if we moved to Charleston, South Carolina, because you really like it there. And we looked at St. Louis, because I'm a big Cardinals fan. That was always my dream growing up. I wanted to live downtown right next to Bush Stadium so that I could go to every single Cardinals game. That would be a hard pass. But that's besides the point. 
it finally just came to the point. I think we both realized this is this is like our place. This place means a lot to us. And there I don't think we ever would have got to that conclusion without the podcast. Absolutely. And I think a big part of that is that the podcast kind of allowed us to really tap into a Disney community and other like-minded people and the fact that you can like do this sustainably every week for almost three years and you know other people have done it other people can teach you about it or help you out or tell you what kind of you know equipment they use whatever it might be you know that it was I don't want to say normal but kind of you know that there were other people with these interests and moving to Orlando because that's where you were happiest. It wasn't just an us thing. I saw a meme the other day that's, I think, one of those memes that probably pops up on, like, <laughs> I hate to use this word, but like a girl boss page <laughs> or something. You know, like those types of memes. Yes. But it did make sense. It said, you know, build a life that you don't have to take a vacation from. And we still like to take vacations. So I wouldn't say <laughs> we're there yet. But I do think Orlando, I, I don't think moving geography is always the answer. But I think for us, it was. It was a big part of it. And if we are even looking forward, something that I've even been kind of excited for, and it didn't even dawn on me until just recently when I was talking to a coworker, but moving to Disney is even going to give us the opportunity to travel to somewhere of these places that we've never been, kind of like we did this summer. Because if you think about it, Disney was that place that we were always missing. It was the place that we always wanted to go. It kind of took the, you know, the priority over any other vacation. Why would we go anywhere else when we really want to be at Disney? So I feel like because now we've kind of, you know, scratched that itch and we're here. We kind of have the opportunity now to branch out a little bit more. We need to change subjects or we're quickly going to turn this into a moving diary episode. Okay. So what is next on your list? Next on my list, and I love that it's coming up now, I put, I am very thankful that it brought us closer together slash... It has allowed us to work on a working relationship as well. Now, I say that because it's a little comical because we just had to pause the podcast a few <laughs> seconds ago because we got a little spat about where Catherine's microphone was placed. I didn't think it was close enough to her mouth, and she proceeded to push it <laughs> against her face for a good solid three minutes to prove a point that it was close enough. I will admit... Back in our relationship, we've been working together, you know, at a job since we were like 16. And it's always been a very interesting and complicated switch for us to be able to switch from husband and wife to partners or to co-workers. And or I as Brendan said, when we were 16, the boss, he thought he was in charge. Well, I was in charge. Okay. Our, my boss told me that I was your boss, so therefore I was the boss. <laughs> anyway. And that, honestly, we joke about it. I know I'm not easy 
to work with a lot of times. I think I'm good to other coworkers, but I think because <laughs> we are so comfortable together, I understand that I can be difficult sometimes, such as trying to manage where your microphone is placed. But I do think we've gotten better. And I do think it's still a huge work in process, but it's something that a lot of spouses don't do that. They they don't they have a spousal relationship and then they don't have like a project or, or a job that they work on together. And it's tough. It it is very tough. But I think the more that we keep working on it, I like to think that we're building up and we're not tearing <laughs> down. I do think it is going to only make our marriage better and only make our working relationship better and only make our content and our output better the more that we learn how to work well with each other. Mainly a lot of learning that I have to do, but I do think it's something that I'm thankful for that we've kind of, it's a byproduct of doing this. And I I do agree. And I think it's something that used to come up a lot more when we did the interviews because it was a question I think we asked every single time when we would interview spouses or, you know, even just friends who work together. Like, how do you set up that partnership? How do you define jobs and roles? And we really were always trying to just figure it out. You know, how do you have a more open line of communication that then doesn't bleed into the marriage part of it? You know, how do you kind of keep things separate? How do you not talk about work constantly when you're at the dinner table or when you're trying to like watch a movie, you know? So it's been an interesting learning experience how to mix both together. And then Brendan always says it to me, like he wants more, you know, he works from home right now. Obviously I still teach. He always says, oh, you know, when you get to work from home with me. So I feel like that will be the next big hurdle is like truly being together all the time. We're going to need a bigger house. We're going to need a bigger house and two separate offices, but that's besides the point. And I do think it's maybe worthwhile sharing a little bit of our story and longtime listeners are probably familiar with it uh, to a certain extent, but Detour was born kind of at the exact same time that I launched my first entrepreneurial effort. So I quit my job I decided I was going to start this business and it never made a single dollar. And we lost money. Well, that is true. We did lose money. (laughs) But although it was my thing, you helped me work on it a lot. And back early then, we reached kind of a lot of boiling points of because it was high pressure. It was high stress because we viewed it like this was our only option. This was our only you know, stream of income for me was this business that we started. And it kind of, it was kind of growth by fire, I feel like. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but the podcast kind of became that escape of a way that we could mold and repair some of those, uh, I don't know, just disagreements that we had and, and points of contention the podcast, I feel like a lot of times we could come back to on most days 
we both love Disney. We both had a passion for it along the way. And it was almost like a healing mechanism most of the time. And I would agree with that. I mean, that's a lot of the reason why you started the podcast is because you needed an outlet. Disney kind of makes sense. A podcast kind of made sense. And we were searching for other people who kind of wanted that out or who had something besides just the nine to five, you know? And again, I think it just kind of opened our eyes to there's more than just the nine to five job. So what's next on your list? I'm going to stick around the same theme, but it's an interesting side twist that we are talking about kind of how detours brought us together or maybe given us a common interest I feel like a common interest that has come from it is my newly found love for Marvel. That was on my list, Catherine. No, it was not. Yes. Number six, honorable mention. All I wrote was the word Marvel. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, then I guess you'll have something to add to this. But basically what I came back to is we always have a hard time picking TV shows that we can agree on, movies. I mean, you name it, we have very different tastes when it comes to what we want to sit down and watch together. I like funny things. I like the rom-coms. I want something like Schitt's Creek where it's completely mindless. I was about to say, you could have just stopped and said, that's your quote anytime I say, what do you want to watch? Something funny. That's all you say. I just want to laugh. I just want I just want to be amused, I guess. And Brendan likes something that's a little more serious, something that you have to follow along with, and it's kind of action-packed, and there's an actual storyline. And I Who feel would like... Who something like that? I know. It's beyond me. I don't know. And I feel like Marvel has kind of taken those two things. It's something that I did not expect to like. But it's kind of taken those two things and, you know, we're watching the TV shows together. We're trying to get through the whole Marvel universe, basically. And there's been just one thing that I haven't been able to watch so far, Daredevil on Netflix. I just, it wasn't for me. I pulled the plug on that. But, like, it's given us something to talk about at the dinner table, like something besides just work or the podcast or, you know, family. So I just feel like it was important to put it on the list. I would agree. I think it's given us something so much in common that is, it's been really good for us. Disney, I think was always to that, to a certain extent, but Disney doesn't have the theories and the, you know, the extracurriculars that you can do. <laughs> outside of it like Marvel does because that's a rabbit hole you can go down for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, and we haven't even really scratched the surface of everything. You know, we're not into the whole comic book thing, but I guess you do get to collect more Funko Pops because of it. Oh, thank you. So what's next on your list? Next on my list, we kind of already touched on it, but it did allow me to quit my corporate career. I think without Detour and without that outlet, it never would have given us the courage or the opportunity 
to actually make it happen. I still pinch myself and I have to remind myself even on tough days that I legitimately do not have a schedule anymore. Nobody's telling me when to clock in and when to clock out. And that is something that I wanted for so long. And I just couldn't handle the structure of you come at this time and you leave at this time. For some reason, my mind just couldn't adapt to that. And now it's, I don't think it ever would have happened without the podcast. And so this kind of plays into my honorable mention, but I feel like it fits in right now. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. I feel like this kind of gave me a better, I don't know, mindset about kind of how you felt, because I do think I struggled with that. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, I was fine with just like the nine to five thing. Oh, I'm a teacher. This is my schedule. Oh, Brendan's going to work in business. Like this is his schedule. This is just kind of how everything is going to work out. You know, we got married right out of college. That's just kind of the mental picture that I had. And it was hard when Brendan wanted to start that business and we were kind of exploring what life could look like for him to have that schedule that was a little more open or to be able to pursue things that he was more passionate about. You know, I was pretty skeptical and it was hard because I didn't understand, like, why is that necessary? Why can't we just do the nine to five thing? You know, that's what everyone else does. And I feel like I really fell into that rut of like, oh, we have to, we have to do what's normal. You know, we have to do what everyone kind of expects us to do. And I feel like once we started the podcast and once we were able, I guess I should say me, once I was able to hear about what other people had done and kind of how they had carved out their own space and how they were successful in pursuing things that they were passionate about, I was like, oh, I, you know, I kind of get it. Like it's, it's normal to feel that way. You know, it's normal to want more than just a nine to five. And I think, again, just going back to kind of us, I've been able to support Brendan more. And I've been able to see now after living this life in Florida for a year, how much happier we can be living like that. And it's hard to draw the exact conclusion of like, how did the podcast correlate to that happening? But I think it was just as simple as it was an outlet and it exposed us to, like you said, it exposed us to new people and new ways of thinking. But just having that creative outlet kind of expanded our minds so much more than what we were used to and what we were prepared for to enter the world to, you know, when we were, 21 and 22 mm-hmm. freshly married <laughs> i guess we were a little bit older math is uh, hard 22 and 23 so not by much we got married young uh so yeah i just had to throw that in there so that was my honorable mention i guess is it my turn again yep okay next on my list is i've thoroughly enjoyed especially most recently with our storytelling series gaining that deeper appreciation for the parks and for the history of everything. You know, we had always loved Disney. We loved the characters. We loved the stories. We loved the movies. And we loved, you know, just the rides themselves. But I feel like 
once we kind of took that next step in saying, how does this all play into each other and how can we get more? I feel like every time I go to the park, it really has enhanced my experience. You know, a lot of people ask, does the magic run out or does it get boring? And I think because of just our continued efforts and learning about things, it doesn't. And I hope that it never will because we have so much respect and such a deeper appreciation for just everything. And I feel like a couple things come to mind. It's like the country bears episode. I feel like that to me was revolutionary. I don't know if you feel the same way, but just being able to have a completely shifted mindset. Of course, like Haunted Mansion will always be a favorite. Kilimanjaro Safari, the Kali River Rapids. I really enjoyed that one. Small World Gideon's, if we think about restaurants. So I just think that's been like a huge, a huge part of something that I really enjoyed. Well, and I think we've always kind of had this fear that we would become the Disney people that just like praise every single thing that Disney does. And I feel like looking back in history and looking at these kind of greatest hits or just how truly remarkable and how it had to be the right people in the right room at the right time to make a lot of these things that we enjoy come true has given us just a such a great appreciation for creativity and ingenuity and all of these spaces that we necessarily haven't tapped into as much in ourselves, but it gives us hope that we could for the future. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, good. Glad, <laughs> glad you well liked said. It. Next one on my list is, I know you know what has to come up, friends. And But I'll spin it maybe in a different way than just saying, I'm thankful for friends. <laughs> I'll say it gave us access to a circle or a network that we never knew existed. It exposed us to people that we never would have crossed paths with. I mean, ever. Without the podcast. That we're meeting people that if we just went to Disney regularly, like we wouldn't be making these connections and finding things that we have in common with other people or walking down similar paths that we can reflect on with. So that's my attempt at making it a more intricate way of saying, I'm just thankful for the people that we've met. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's what I was going to say too. Obviously friends made my list, but I really am thankful for all the different people that we've encountered, you know, people from different States with different backgrounds and, Different you know, countries. And different countries. And ultimately, what we all have in common is this love for Disney and just being really great people and supportive. And, you know, they they reach out and they ask us things about our family. And they, you know, just all the things that good friends do. And I'll never forget whenever we were about to move down here. And it was just our last couple of weeks in Nashville. And the horrible tornadoes hit. The number of people, we didn't post anything about the tornadoes. The number of people who just reached out and asked if we were okay was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. That people just knew that that's where we lived. like, And they just genuinely wanted to know if we were okay and, you know, how our community was. 
And yeah, I mean, it just goes way beyond Disney or being a podcast or just trying to support each other on social media. Like it's, we're invested in people and they're invested in us. And that's just so crazy. Like I will never get over how crazy that is. We, gosh, I wish I could remember where we were, but, and I don't even remember who we were with. That's so bad. But we were somewhere and they're like, oh, how did you guys meet? And we were just like, Instagram. And they're like, what? I don't know if it was like a, I don't know. That's beyond the point. But like, yeah, we have genuine friends from just all these different platforms and walks of life and we hang out and it's just like we've known each other forever. Yep. That pretty much completes my list. I have a few like other areas that I could talk about, but why don't you finish out your list? Okay. So the last thing that I thought of, and it does kind of go back to the whole friends thing, but something that, especially in this past year, since we decided to move down, but even from day one, when we did decide to just start a podcast, you know, before it was anything else, before it was YouTube or, you know, whatever, I just think the support. So not only from the friends that we just talked about, but from our family, from just really nice listeners, people that we've never met, you know, leaving us reviews. No one has ever looked at us and been like, what are you doing with your life? Like, that's crazy. You know, everyone has always just been supportive. Now, I don't know what they say behind closed doors or anything, but that does mean a lot to have your family just say, okay, you know, you're going to be happy in Florida. That's all we want from you. We'll miss you, but, you know, we understand or we support that decision. And even friends back home who are not in, like, the Disney community. They're very confused by it. They're probably confused by it, but they've never been like, well, that's dumb. You know, they follow us on Instagram and they like things and they try to support us, even though this isn't necessarily their niche. And I have always been really thankful for that because it would be extremely hard if we were constantly being thrown like, well, that's dumb. You know, like we've never had to deal with that. But I think it's also been a growth opportunity. And this is kind of the last thing that was on my list is the podcast has been a tool to help me just grow immensely as a person. And I think in early on, we sort of tried to hide that this was something that we worked on, that we did at, at in the evenings after you got home from school and Yes, we're going to Disney again. You know, we don't post it on social media because it's just overwhelming. <laughs> but in the past, it really would have hurt me, you know, to hear things like that. And it almost got into my head because I knew things like that were happening that we didn't hear. Now, I know, look, I, I, it, it is what it is. I was in a fraternity in college. You think all my fraternity brothers like understand Disney and having a passion for it. Absolutely. Heck no. I'm sure there have been many conversations and many, you know, derogatory comments about they moved to Orlando. They live right next to Disney. They go multiple times a week. And 
I feel like without the podcast and without the support and everything that we felt along the way, that would have really gotten to my head long ago. And now I really don't care anymore. I think that's part of just growing up, but also I think it's in thanks to the podcast. And I also think that's something that we've always tried to be for other people. You know, we enjoy being a cheerleader for people who feel like that because we have felt like that in the past. Like we have to be type A perfect person that everyone expected you to be. And that's just not life. And ultimately what we've always wanted from this podcast is just to showcase other opportunities, other things, whatever it is that you feel passionate about, do it, go for it, be that person because you will be so much happier. Yeah. I do think, you know, sometimes it, it gets lost in translation and we stray a little bit far for, away from it, but at its heart, this podcast is always about trying to equip you as the listener to, it's cliche, but to write your own Disney story. That could be so many different things. It could just be embracing that you do have this love for Disney. It could be starting your own project. It could just be watching more Disney movies. Like what it's, it's so different for every single person, but I think just igniting that spark and there's a lot of thunder going on outside. So I'm sorry if you can hear that. I hope you, I hope you can hear that. It's pretty impressive. But, um, just igniting that spark, that that is the number one thing that I'm most proud of, if we can just do that for anybody. And I think, do you have anything else to add to that? No, because you stole all of my list. No. Even the Marvel. I, I was so proud of myself for that one, though. I guess it just shows that we great minds think alike. Do we have two great minds, though? I like to think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's it. We'll wrap up episode number 300. We will be taking the rest of this week off to go to Disneyland. Whoop to the whoop. So we will be back on Monday with our trip report. If I had to guess, that's probably going to be multiple parts. I would. Oh, absolutely. I would say maybe just like an Avengers trip report. And then we'll have to talk about everything else. Because like we said, clearly in this episode... Marvel people here, I think it's going to blow our mind. I hope so. So that is the next piece of content that you can be looking for from us, as well as we are going to be vlogging our trip out to Disneyland. So subscribe over on YouTube so you don't miss that whenever we upload it. That will probably also be next Monday. Monday will be a big day for us. Yes. And then it's also like your first day of school, right? Not with students, but. Just going back to it, though. Cleaning the room, getting stuff set up. So. Um, we thank you guys so much for coming along in this journey with us. If you've listened to all 300 episodes, we are so thankful for you. And you if deserve this is, a prize if you've listened to all <laughs> 300 episodes. And if this is your first episode, you maybe picked a weird one to enter in on, but <laughs> we hope you'll stick around. We're having so much fun. We have no intentions of slowing down anytime soon. Like I said, we're going to become a daily podcast soon. As soon as Catherine will let me. (laughs) We're doing YouTube. We're doing all this stuff. And it's all because of just the positive interactions that we've had with you as listeners and other creators and other Disney fans. It's been so much fun. So we hope we've been able to express our gratitude for this episode number 300. 
Now we just go back to normal numbers. 301 next time. Yep, just a normal episode again. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will chat with you next Monday. You can follow along on our Disneyland trip on Instagram as well. So I'd love to connect with you there. And thank you again. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.